Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dussault. Today's special guest is JJ Leahy. He specializes in marketing, graphic design, video production, and has a passion for film. Today's topic is blame. Why do we blame others? Why do we do it all the time like it's a habit? Is it ingrained in our DNA? Is it a learned ability from our parents and friends and peers? Is it a little bit of both? How can we overcome blame? What can we do about it? These are the things that JJ and I discuss. Well, I I would say um, I, I think that it's something that we always... Um, just as humans, there's a, a natural tendency to uh, look for anybody except for yourself to, you know, to, to pin the blame on for, for where you are in life. So there's definitely been a lot of points in my life where um, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And um, it, it, it's always easier to point the finger at somebody else and say, you know, if you hadn't screwed me over, um, you know, then I, I'd be in a better spot. Right. Or or even, I mean, different past relationships, you know, it's it's easy to go into um, a future relationship, uh, you know, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship and carry baggage from the past and, um, and, and, and pin that on, you know, that previous person and not accept the fact that, okay, um, you know, I, I don't need to let this affect me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 we want to hold on to it for some reason. Yeah. There was one time, um, I was, um, I was working for a company and they had a position open. Um, and, uh, actually, my boss came to me and said, hey, um, I heard that your girlfriend is looking to uh, move to a, a new job. And, uh, you know, would, would she be interested in this? I said, yeah, um, love to get her an interview. And we got that all hooked up. And so he offered her the job. And, um, you know, and then she she left her old job. And the new job that was promised to her just disappeared. They oh. gave they gave it to somebody else. And I'm still working there at that company. And so that was something I really had to navigate was coming in every day and not being angry with them for um you know in 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 my view screwing over my girlfriend and and you know causing us to have a couple of stressful months there. Um and and it I, it was a good learning experience for me. It was good to take a step back and say, all right, I understand the, um, I understand the elements that are going into this, the circumstances, why they made this this decision. It did screw us over, but you know they're not stuck in the past. They've moved on. Um, you know, and she was able to find a different job. So the only person who was holding on to this and, and 
nursing hurt feelings over this was me. And so that was a, a really good opportunity for me to learn, um, you know, to kind of roll with the punches a little bit more and, and be a duck and have that, that water roll right off my back. Um, and, and not let that be affecting my working relationship with them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the, some of the key words you were saying that we have problems with is taking that step back, especially mm-hmm. when, when you have heightened emotions going on. It's like, you know, everyone knows that for sure. But right. do you do that at the time? That takes a lot of practice. And even with practice, like you slip. So like, yeah, taking, taking that step back and like, how can I learn from this? Or what can I do to make this better? Right. Or should I just move on? Like, you know, like, don't just stay in it, you know? Oprah said um, we're responsible for our own lives, and we can't keep blaming uh, uh, other people for our own dysfunction. She said life is about learning to move on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe, Maybe even more than that, like, learning to move on, but... Well, what could you, you? You said it was a. She said it was a learning experience. Is that what you said? She said, um, we're, we're, "You're responsible for your own life. You can't keep blaming somebody else for your dysfunction. Life is really about moving on." Okay. Yeah, definitely can't blame anyone, and definitely move on. But also, yeah, definitely use it as a learning experience as well. Mm-hmm. Because if you repeat the same mistake over and over that means you're not learning from it and that's That's, the the problem is you not everyone else because you're blaming everyone else so maybe instead of blaming maybe we have to like stop and like okay the common denominator is me i need what what can i do to learn from this that's so true and dave ramsey is someone who i really look up to and um he has a great quote about um, searching through your own past and examining your own weaknesses to see uh, what you did to get yourself in the situation that you're in. Um, and, you know, th- that's definitely Dave's shtick is uh, personal responsibility. And um, I- I've always admired that. I've always admired the mentality of, you know, yes, there there are definitely going to be times when, something else really is genuinely someone else's fault, but you're not going to, you're not, you're, you're never going to benefit. You're never going to improve yourself. If you stand there and point fingers and don't look to, um, you know, these painful experiences as opportunities to learn and stretch and grow yourself. Yeah, that's definitely well said. I, I totally agree. So do you think like, it's a natural thing to blame or is it a learned behavior? Hmm. That's a good question. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. I think, I think one thing I'll say is that it's a cowardly reaction, you know, and it's um, certainly inherent to human nature um, to look for any excuse why, I'm not 
the reason that something, you know, is failing. I'm not the reason that I'm having financial issues. It's, you know, my landlord for raising rent. It's uh, this recession, you know, whatever it is. You know, it's it's always easier to not have to accept the fact that you are going to get yourself, um, you know, where you are. You're you're the one who is responsible for that. And I think that definitely how you are raised uh, makes a big difference. I think my my gut feeling as an answer to your question is I think that it is something it, that is innate in all of us. And then um, hopefully uh, parents or mentors or just other uh, good influences in your life will have helped you train yourself out of that and uh, learn to resist that urge. And I, I, I think that I, I'm, there probably is an aspect of it that is learned, you know, especially if you have, um, you know, parents who are often, you know, complaining about external environment being their, um, you know, their downfall. I think that would certainly encourage you more to, um, to, to tend to lean toward blame. But I, I think it probably is innate in all of us. Yeah, I agree. Like a mixture of both, but it's like, it's natural. Maybe it's like a psychological defense mechanism, like to trick your brain to to say to tell yourself it's okay. Because if you're maybe if it wasn't okay, maybe that would like I don't know, release cortisol or something and stress you out. Maybe this is like like just to ease your nerves a little bit. But then you said, you keep doing said, it and it makes it worse. I suspect that it is not too far from move, removed from procrastination. You know, they're wired a little bit similarly. It's it's about, you know, there's something that I, I need to fix here in myself. Uh, but I'm not going to do that today. I, and I'm going to forget about that. And I'm going to instead say this is someone else's fault or this is just bad luck. And I, I think that procrastination and blame come from the same, um, you know, place inside your psyche, a, a place of um, uh, cowardice and, and selfishness. It very well could be because I know I procrastinate, and when I don't procrastinate, I feel accomplished. Like, I feel yes. like I'm on a, a schedule. It feels natural. But when I procrastinate, it's, it's all last minute. I'm I'm used to doing that, but at the same time, it doesn't feel good. It feels like I have to do it. Right. You know, one one interesting thing about the uh, the process of letting go of blame and of accepting your own responsibilities is that it looks good. You know, when when you see someone else who owns up to their mistakes, someone else who or, or, or doesn't even necessarily. Okay, so let, let's take a step back. Let's say that there's a boss, and you know maybe somebody on their team actually is the one who screwed up. They would be well within their rights to say, "Oh, you know this was this was JJ's fault. He's the one who did this. Don't worry, we'll take care of it." But it's a very attractive quality in a leader or in anyone when they just accept that responsibility and say, "All right, you know I'm not going to make excuses for it." Um, here's how we're going to fix it. 
You right. Know, it, it definitely it's an attractive quality, and it makes you it makes you seem stronger. And that's the interesting thing is to me is if you are um, in talking to someone else or if it, in public you are um, you know shifting the blame. Um, the motivation for that is to avoid looking weak, but it actually ends up making you look weak. You know, if you're if you're not accepting responsibility, so it's a it's a you know a, a reversal of right. of what your actual goal is. Nice. I think this is leading to something really good. Like like there's people who will take the responsibility, take the blame, mm-hmm. and then there's the people who give the blame the opposite spectrum so yeah. how can we shift from giving the blame to taking the responsibility because that's that is I, I mean i'm not a people person like i like people but at the same time i don't like cr- <laughs> crowds and stuff you know sure so just from my personal experience i see the the blame given a lot more than taken. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that the answer lies in how you view yourself, and if you um, if you determine that you know the person I want to become is you know someone who accepts responsibility, you view yourself in a different way. You view yourself as a leader. I think that accepting responsibility um, is just such an inherent trait of good leadership that it's almost inseparable. I think, uh, you know, if, if you see someone who, um, you know, is pointing fingers and shifting blame, you would never, um, associate them in your head as being a good leader. And if they're already a leader and you see them doing that, it destroys whatever credibility they had as a leader. So I think that it comes down to viewing yourself in a leadership light, you know, and there's a bunch of different ways you can lead. You can be a total introvert, you know, and, and not enjoy being around people and yet still see yourself as, okay, I'm going to set a good example um, you know, and and be an encouragement to other people that, you know, this is how we should live our lives. We should, you know, be admirable. We should, um, you know, have personal responsibility and, and accept responsibility for our actions. And, you know, that kind of leadership, uh, leading by example, I think is, you know, the most powerful kind of leadership there is. And anybody can do it. You don't have to be a confident person. You don't have to be a an extrovert. You don't have to, you know, like being in charge. That's something that everybody can do right where they're at. And it's a mentality change. And it's it comes with uh, recognizing that you have um, the ability um, to shoulder that responsibility of, of holding yourself up as a, a good example for others. Yeah, like, we're all human beings. We're all flawed. We all make mistakes. Right. And, yeah, just owning up to our actions. I think that's kind of like step one right there. Like, just accepting your responsibility, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's a good start. 
which is tough, man. Like, it's it, you can't really tell anyone to do that. Like, you come off you come off as an <laughs> asshole. Like, like hey hey maybe yeah. you should ex, you know accept some responsibility instead of blaming everyone. How do you say that in a nice way? You know, it's tough. It is tough, and I'll be honest with you, I don't have a good answer for that. No, um, me either. There, there are people in my life who I really genuinely care about, and it's frustrating to me to see them being held back by, you know, their own mentality, you know. Um, and, again, bringing this back to to me, not other people, because I, I don't want to, you know, just criticize here. but right. Just talking about myself, if I am shifting the blame and pointing fingers at other people and criticizing other people, I'm avoiding um, confronting my own flaws. You know, I, I, I have weaknesses, and I don't want to think about that. I don't want to have to deal with that. It's, it is, you know, that mentality is cowardice. And when I see other people... Um, who are behaving the same way that I do sometimes, it's easier to see in them that they are shifting the blame and refusing to um, accept their own, um, the the, the consequences of their own actions. It's always easier to see other people and and see their flaws. But I, I don't know how to point that out to them outside of, you know, talking about how it relates to myself and saying, hey, I'm, I was doing this thing right here and not even mentioning that, and you're doing it right now, by the way, <laughs> you know, but saying, I was doing this thing and I, you know, finally realized that I was holding myself back. That's the best thing I've come up with. And, you know, it, I don't have a great batting average for it either. You know, it's, you know, maybe one out of three or four times it'll actually go somewhere productive. Right. I, I wish I had a better answer, and if you come up with one, I'd love to hear it. Well, what what we do, my friends group do does is, like you said, it's really easy to see it in someone else, but in yourself, mm-hmm. you're basically blind to it. Right. So people can tell you all day, and you're not gonna listen. Yeah. So what I just keep. I, I just keep to myself. I, you know, I'll have respect. And then if you ask me a question about something, I'm just going to lay it out. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, especially if you're my friend, because that means mm-hmm. like, it means I care. So like you ask me, I'll tell you, but I can't tell you just out of the blue. Because yeah, it's like you're, a, you're, it's like a respect thing. You're exactly right, and it, you do have to have that that relationship there first. I I have a really good friend. His name is Justin, and you know I know that I can always count on him to level with me and deal me some harsh truth when I need to hear it. Um, most of the time, he keeps it to himself unless I ask, and you know I'm always uh, you know really appreciative of the fact that he cares enough. To go ahead and, and, you know, say things that he knows I don't want to hear. and But, uh, you know, I, I, I respect that he's always going to be um, honest with me. And, you know, but, but the, the reason that that's able to work is because I know that he genuinely cares about me. We have a good 
friendship. We have a good relationship. And he's not out to try and run my life or try and tell me, you know, how I'm, you know, living my life in a, a harmful way. He's just there in a caring, um, in a caring role. And because of that, and because of our long history together, there are times when he is able to speak up and say, Hey dude, you know, I just, I've noticed that you've been, you know, saying this or doing this. And I just got to tell you, I think that that's destructive. Um, one time I was complaining to him about, um, uh, a, a romantic relationship I was in. And he said, I don't know why you're, um, bringing this stuff from the past into your current relationship. And I, I had to ask him what he meant. And he said, well, all these things that you're talking about, you know, these are insecurities that you have because of how this previous relationship went. And you're blaming her, you're blaming your current girlfriend for stuff she hasn't even done. This is a, this is a, you know, an old relationship. And I think if anybody else besides him had, had pointed that out to me, I probably would have been mad. But I had to just take a step back and go, wow. Think about it a little bit. Yeah, this, you know, this is actually 100% accurate. And, you know, once you realize that in yourself and realize that, you know, you're allowing yourself to be held back by some crazy stuff in the past, uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's a bad feeling. It's, you know, it's a, it's uh, embarrassing. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to, you know, be weak in front of others, especially. Oh, for sure. That's I, I think that's why, you know, being a good friend first to people is always key because nobody wants to hear your opinion about their life if they don't know you first. Right. Yes, I, I agree. So, yeah, having at least one person with a open communication style of relationship and uh, that you have to be the one to ask questions. You can't expect everything yeah. to come to you. So, yeah, definitely be open, communicate, ask questions. And that's how, if we keep it all in, it's it's going to build up. And also being making friendships with people who you want to become. You know, I, I think if you right. if you are if you have a friendship that that builds you up like that, you know, and they're they're in a better place than you are, you know, they're they're not going to be as tolerant of you know things that are holding you back, like you know shifting the blame or you know or, or, or let's say that I wrong one of my friends, you know, if I do something to them. You know, and if if they confront me about it, and I can't accept responsibility for that, a a good friend, you know, someone that you've you know really um, you know are are being lifted up by, they're going to call you out on that. Oh and, yeah, for sure. And I, that makes a big difference. So I, I think that choosing choosing the people that you um, hang out with and talk to, choosing those people wisely, can only help. Yeah. Um, you know, with this. Yeah. Why are they your friend? Because you have something common or because you have a lot of things in common, perhaps, but also maybe like maybe you click. Like maybe your mind's just like 
know how each other's work and like you're able to like have an open communication if i was just friends with someone like and we played video games mm-hmm. like that's all we're gonna do like right and, and that's that's cool but if i want to better myself i'm gonna want to be able to like tell my like my my deepest thoughts you know like not sure. not wear my mask when I'm like out in public and like playing games or or anything like that. I'm wearing a mask. Like you don't know what's going on underneath. Oh, I agree. Well, and the people that you spend time with, you automatically you you pick up stuff from them and you become more like them. So you gotta yeah. you gotta be purposeful about deciding. Who is it that I want to become like? You know, do I, you know, if I want to be successful, I need to spend time with successful people and talk to successful people. And if I, if I'm not purposeful about that, I'm not going to move anywhere. I'm going to stay exactly right where I am. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we are, you know, half our 50% of our parents. And then fifty percent environmental, and you get to choose what that is. So, sure, you know it's that's it's amazing if you really think about it. You can choose your own path by doing that. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely all of the um, good things that have happened to me over the last ten years, and all of the um, the, the the positive lessons I've learned have all come from just a a small handful of really good people that I chose to associate with. And sometimes that was, uh, you know, there's a um, a guy that I'll grab coffee with, you know, and he's got a good relationship with his wife and his kids, and he's got a good, uh, you know, uh, business that he runs, and, and I, you know, admired him. And so I spent time with him because I admired him. Uh, you know, or, you know, like I mentioned, my, my buddy, Justin, you know, uh, he was, uh, someone that I just looked up to as someone who's got a good head on his shoulders and, uh, you know, lives a very fulfilling life. And, you know, those two guys and a few others, you know, they are the ones that, you know, I've either gotten opportunities through them or they have encouraged me to, uh, pursue some passions that I, wouldn't have otherwise had the the courage or the ideas to go after and i i can tell you right now uh you know not one of those people would um stand there and listen to me you know whine and moan about how you know these different bad things have happened to me and they're not my fault thank you for tuning in to the per peasants podcast i would love if you follow me on Instagram at Brian underscore do so. That is at B R Y A N underscore D U S S E A U. I put out a lot of content on there. I do a lot of Instagram stories and I save it in my highlights and I feel like there's just truce bombs everywhere. And you can stay up to date to the podcast and what I release and what the guests release on there. Please, if you can, just give us a follow and I will see you 